Hey, 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 you're now tuned in to Underdog Talk. I'm your host, Eric Jones Jr., the underdog with the heroic heart, and I have conversations with successful underdogs. And today we have Miss T Quest. How are you doing today? I am fantastic. How are you? Um, I ain't gonna lie, I'm tired. Like this has been a long, it's been a long ass week, so I'm tired. I'm tired. Um yeah. So before we get into today's conversation. Today's episode is brought to you by Christian Dewan. That's my personal brand. If you use the promo code Underdog Talk, you get fifteen percent off. We got T-shirts, sweatshirts, hoodies, all that good stuff. Um, underdog is spelled U-N-D-D-A-W-G. Talk, and then Dewan is spelled D-E-J-U-A-N, and then ChristianDewan.com. So, let's get into today's conversation. Um, you, you're a jack of all trades. You do a lot of stuff. You help people. You got your own businesses. You got your own show. You got you got it rolling. But I always start off with what was life like before all this was going on? Who were you? What was going on? I kind of almost like want to start when you was a kid because it said you kind of knew what you were going to do. But mm-hmm. how did you know what you were going to do from being a kid? That's where I'm going to go with it. Okay. Well, I always knew that I wanted to be an entertainer, you know, of course, you know, a lot of people in our culture grow up in the church singing and stuff. So I always had a love for music, singing and dancing. But the interesting part was I was a quiet nerd growing up, very insecure, very to myself. But when it came to being on a stage or in front of a microphone, that's where I shined. You know, so um, I always knew it was where I wanted to be. But throughout the years, I just had to really get over my insecurities and build my confidence so that I can really soar in the professions that I want to be in. So, you know, in school, always on honor roll, always made straight A's, did what I had to do, a part of every um, chorus class, gospel choir, drill team, hip hop, dance. Like I was quiet, but I shut it down when it came time to shut it down. You know what I mean? (laughs) But yeah, that was my humble beginning. (laughs) I love it. You said I shut it down when it was time to shut it down. But that's that's like different because most people that do those different things are outgoing, like people person, like whatever. But you said, you know, you was a uh, like you was a nerd. You kept to yourself and all that. And nobody cared about your grades. Nobody, whatever. Nobody cared about your straight A's. <laughs> I, I didn't get those grades. I, I don't know what straight A's look like. I don't I, Maybe. Maybe early elementary. <laughs> uh-huh. When they weren't even like A's and B's, they were like, um, yes, no, pass, probably ones and twos. They so, had a different. Well, so I'm not I'm not gonna <laughs> let you like like just just act like I ain't get A's. Like you just gonna make up some I, letters. I would no, never do that. I no, would you never. made up some letters. That's cool. <laughs> That's cool. Talking about I got uh N and a and a Y, whatever, whatever. Uh, uh, anywho, so um, but I like what you said. You said you had to get over your, like your insecurity. So how did you do that? Like, because I know you have, um, your community of gotta love me. Um, so you had to love yourself, but how did you get there when you were going through that as a shorty? Like you, so it sounded like you, you know, it started as a kid. Absolutely. It was very hard, especially cause I actually went to 11 different schools 
So when you're not the cool kid and you're starting over, it's always uncomfortable. You'll know which lunch table to sit at. And then by the time I got to like high school, I was so diverse. I'm like, I'm cool with the jocks, the chili, the goth, the nerds, like everybody. So by then I was just part of that group that just got along with everybody, which means we're cooler than everybody else. But all I did was just stuck to what made me great. Like I was smart. So you can't take that away from me. I was talented. So you can't take that away from me. And when it came to like um, social groups and stuff, I would talk to you if you talk to me, you know, but I had to feel that welcome before I let my guard down. And if I didn't feel that, I didn't just jump to people like, hey, I want to be your friend and let's talk because that wasn't me. But once I decided to take on entertainment full time after school, I had to leave that stuff at the door. Just like when you're going into um, a job, no matter whatever your issue is, you have to leave that at the door. And that's when I did when it came to being on a stage as an entertainer, when it came to being a motivational speaker, you know, the people are here to see me, to receive something from me, whether it's knowledge or entertainment. I had to do what I had to do. And even during that process, I still have a lot of insecurities and stuff, but it's just a day-to-day process but after a while you know you get over it by little tips and affirmations like look we're all individuals so it's okay to be different no one is perfect so it's okay to have flaws you are here for a purpose so it's all about enjoying that journey finding your purpose you said a lot <laughs> you said a lot right there i don't know if people caught caught that like i was trying to once i caught something something else came but what I like, you said, people can't take away what you're great at. Mm-hmm. They can't, like, it. everybody has something that they're great at. And can't nobody take that away from you. And when you realize that, then you go after it. Like, it don't matter if you're an elementary kid, if you're a grown person, a teenager, whatever. You got something great. And don't let somebody take it away from you because they think it didn't work. Oh, well, it didn't work out for me. Well, that's you. Sorry. Or, <laughs> or like. Uh, we don't do that in this family. Why not? Who said that? Where, where, where is that at? What law is that? Who said I can't be uh, a, a comedian? Who said I can't um, be this? Who said I can't be? Nobody told me that. That's not nowhere written down. So mm-hmm. I love that you said that. That's like with me. Like people, uh, like you can't take away that I'm good at basketball. I might look different. I don't look like you, but you can't take that away. I will bust your ass on the basketball court if you, if you think anything different. And mm-hmm. I'm going to talk to you just like somebody that's look normal. Like, that's just mm-hmm. how it is. You can't take that away. And it's like, as a basket, like when people get to know my basketball knowledge, can't take away. I can be a coach. I have mm-hmm. a very high basketball IQ. I um, coach winners and they might not be winners when they get to me, but they winners afterwards. So I, I love what you said. Like I was sitting there like, dang. And then you came with some more stuff and I was like, Ooh, shit. She, she dropped <laughs> knowledge on people but Mm -hmm. you like you said you got to leave whatever it is at the door no matter what you because everybody's human you don't think that um jay-z go through stuff you don't think that steph curry lebron you don't think whoever you watch listen to go through they go through stuff but when they get on their platform their stage it's like it's go time like you said when it's time to show out i'm gonna show out Mm -hmm. every other time you know i'm gonna deal with life and I was the same way in school when you said diverse. Like, I, that's just me. I'm cool with everybody. I don't care what you look like, where you come from. I'm just was cool with everybody because I'm a talker. 
Like, so mm-hmm. I'm going to be cool. So that kind of benefits you because you can have different conversations. You can Absolutely. learn about different cultures and different things. Mm-hmm. So not saying you got to go out and talk to everybody, but you should be able to hold a conversation with other people because you never know where you'll learn something from. So you're young, you, you know, out of school, you say you stepped into entertainment. Mm-hmm. What was your first gig? What was your first thing that you did? Well, um, in my town at the time, I saw that they had like a hip hop show, right? And I was like, I think this is for 21 and over. But at the end of the day, I didn't care. Like I wanted to perform. So I had one of my friends act like she was my manager and call the promoter and then see if I can get in the show. He was like, yeah, just bring her down. What she's signing when she get here. I'm like, bet, right? <laughs> and then when I got there, I'm like, okay, it's all these adults here. And by the end of the day, it's not about them. It is about me showcasing what I do and what I have a passion for. So I made sure that show that I rap, sing, dance. I even did a chant with the crowd. All this confidence coming out of nowhere. And it was to the point they was like on core. And I was like, oh, they like me. And I was like, you know what? This is confirmation. This is what I wanted to do. And then the promoter was so um, impressed because at first he was like, who is this lady? Who is T-Quest? But once he saw what I can do and I actually ended the show, ever since then, he put me in more shows. And I just took advantage of that situation. And I networked while I was there and met more people and got onto more shows. Because at the end of the day, I didn't allow my age to stop me from doing what I had to do. You know, and I just came in with confidence, start looking at flyers and promoters and calling them. And I was like, do you need a performer, an entertainer? I do this, I do that. I would love to be part of it. Even if you just had me open up, like I just did what I had to do. And it's been great. There, of course, has been major hiccups along the way, but um, I wouldn't change it for the world. I, I love it. You said you didn't care how old uh you were like i got an opportunity i'm in here they said i could do it i'm gonna do it and then you showed out and it opened more doors for you so i love that you said it don't have to be an age um sometimes i think we stop our kids from being or stopping kids from being great because it doesn't look like what we thought we you know is going to be for our kid oh i expected you to go to college and do all this okay that that was what you expected you can't you can't like expect me to do it just because you said it just because the family did it i want to do something different and you stepped out and you were able to do it and then when you were able to do it it wasn't like oh you just doing it for uh shit and giggles and giggles you're doing it and it's actually fire it's like oh you actually got something going on here <laughs> so i like people don't understand that you can really stop kids from being great just because they're a kid you know what's interesting about that with me being um, the type of student that I was, everyone saw college in my future. I could have got, got into any college of my choosing. I even went on college tours. My mother went to Chicago, different places. But I told him, like, Mother, I know this is what y'all see, but this is not what I see. And I don't want to go to a college just because y'all feel like I have to. I don't want to just go there just because I don't even know what to major in. Like, I want to do music, you know? And at the end of the day, it threw them off for a second. But she was always like, your life, your dream, you do what you got to do. I'm here to support, you know, show me what you got. 
you know, and then I did what I had to do. And that show was a confirmation. But the only thing I do regret and people ask me if it was something that you can change in your journey, what would it be? I said, maybe if I should have went to college to at least learn more of the business that I was going into. And um, then I want to have went through all the other things that people don't talk about in the industry of getting Rob blind for thousands of dollars and all this crazy stuff like that was a dark past, but at the same time, I didn't put it on nobody. I didn't make it angry. I didn't allow it to change my character. This is a path that I've chosen for me. This is going to come with it. I learned my lesson. It hit the pocket, but I rebuild, regrouped, learned the business, and here I am today. Mm. I feel I feel the same way. Like I went to college, but I didn't take it serious. Mm-hmm. Like I wish I would have took that part of school serious like mm-hmm. to learn like you said the business part of the logistics of what whatever mm-hmm. i wanted to do because it's so funny i went to school for computer networking so i got into computer programming and i'm like hell no this is not what i signed up for <laughs> i told i called my mom one day i'm like hey uh yeah i need to change this major she like no i'm like yeah i need it i failed and i, I try to tell you don't don't be mad at the grade. I tried to tell <laughs> like don't be mad at me. And then I went back to school and it was still computer networking. And now I do the podcast, the clothing line, all the different stuff. I do everything. So I all the graphics and all that. If I would have went to school, maybe you know it could have. I'd be able to be further where I'm at because I would have known more. And mm-hmm. it's like now it's like I had to learn all the stuff. Like you got to go through the bumps, like you said. It's lessons. Mm-hmm. It, it kind of helps you, but it's like, ah, I kind of p- could have prepared for this a little bit better mm-hmm. if I would have did that. So I definitely understand because I told my daughter, I was like, go to school. But when you go to school, go to college because she's a senior. I was like, you go so you can be a boss when you come out. You don't go to get information just to be a worker, just mm-hmm. to go and work somebody's job. Go and get the knowledge you need so you can have your own, so you can start your own, mm-hmm. you know, rather than just go to college and say, oh, I got this degree. OK, that's cool. But. You you work with me. I work with a lady. She, oh, I got all these degrees. I'm so smart. But you work with me. Guess what? I ain't got no degrees. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I'm like, what are you talking about? Exactly. It was funny because you answered the question I had in my mind. I was going to say, what was that conversation like with your mom? Because mm-hmm. like with me, me telling my mom, hey, hey, mom, I'm trying to tell you this this class ain't working out for me. It's on a Friday, eight o'clock in the morning down here. We go party. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I ain't really that that kid that's going to study. You know me. Mm-hmm. And this ain't working. So mm-hmm. I def like you like. As soon as I thought of the question, I was like, dang, she She was happy. She was like, I'd rather you be open and honest and tell me now than to waste my money. (laughs) And and that's that's dope to have a parent like that, because I don't know how old you are. You seem like you're close to my age or in that age range. I don't mess with age and women be asking that. I got listen, I got (laughs) my first day at work. I, I kind of messed up, and mm-hmm. I met, and I was older than the lady, so I'm gonna leave that alone. But you just seem like you're in my age range, so like, you know, parents would be like, "No, you're going to school." Like nobody else in our family didn't went to school. You got the opportunity. It's like, okay, I don't want to go. So mm-hmm. then you go, and then you fail, and then you're like, "Oh, you you disappointed the family." No, I try to tell y'all. Mm-hmm. I, I try to tell y'all that I didn't want to go, but y'all made me go because y'all thought I was gonna be. Y'all know me, and mm-hmm. it's like. I'm a parent now, and it's like, you know your kids. You know, like, my daughter loves school, smart. My son, he, what's your best part of the day, son? Gym. 
art, lunch. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> tell me something good about the other classes. So you got to know your kids to understand, like, maybe that ain't their future. Maybe it is their future. Yes, you get it. And you, you, know, you right got to allow your kids to bump their head. Because sometimes mm-hmm. they like, oh, I'm going to do this. Okay. You might fund them. You might help them. But then it's like, uh, all right. Well, mom, dad, it didn't work out. Okay, cool. And it's not, aha, I told you so. It's like, mm-hmm. all right, let's go back to the drawing board. And so mm-hmm. I think a little different um, being a parent. Um, so I definitely would let my kids choose what they would want to do because, mm-hmm. like, it's a passion, especially if you see it in your kid. So um, you're going through all this. Do you have relationships? Are you you dating anything? Because I know once you once you're doing stuff and you and you're dating, that changes stuff. So were you you know were you in a relationship? Were you dating? If you were, like, did that affect anything like entertainment? Because when you're in entertainment, you're all over. You're in different people's faces. All that. How did that go for you? Well. Yeah. Everyone loved me and was in love with me, <laughs> you know, but there were no relationships. I, I think there were more like situationships, but um, at the same time, I always was open and honest with any guy I dealt with. Like, look, I am an entertainer. I am an entrepreneur. So I'm letting you know my career is very important to me. You know what I'm saying? I can balance it, but I can't be with an insecure man. Like, cause if I gotta go like on a tour or I gotta perform four nights a week, I don't need you upset with me if I was open and honest from the jump to what I do. Because you can't get mad at me about that. Most people, like, yeah, you know, they don't communicate properly, but I'm letting you know. But at the same time, if I'm really into you, I will make the time. And if I don't make the time, read the room, <laughs> you know, but it was always interesting. And I met a lot of guys who just couldn't handle what I do or wanted me to compromise in the wrong ways. And I'm like, I'm not, but it's okay because um, they weren't the ones for me. And I just did what I had to do. And even though I'm like the queen of love, cause you know, the brand is gotta love me. And that's what I talk about. That's why I build my business on. I still waited patiently. I said, because the right one, is going to come around at the right time and it's going to be all worth it. And I told people, I said, watch my first boyfriend is going to be the man I marry. <laughs> and I believe that. <laughs> yeah. And I'm glad you kind of said the, I got to love me. Cause what you said is you loved yourself enough mm-hmm. to be like, Hey, this is what I do. Like we not about to sit here and I got to do this and you feel in a certain way. No, we're not mm-hmm. about to do that. And I think, and I was thinking uh, when you're like, oh, I'm an entertainer. What kind of entertainer? <laughs> but anyways, don't mind me. <laughs> but um, it's like when you do stuff and you know you're going to be in people's face, you can't be with somebody that's insecure. You can't be with somebody like, uh, why you got this girl as your assistant? Uh, why that dude, yo, uh, because he helped my business? And you, you know that, that, that trip we went on? That person helped, you know, get me the money to get to go on that trip. You know that Sex. house that we just got? Oh, okay. And it's like you can't you can't be that person. Like mm-hmm. I I tell people, like I'm busy, I do stuff. I'm you know, if you oh why or I gotta go to all the uh, or you wanna be all on social media just so people know, uh, we ain't gotta do all that. Like we mm-hmm. ain't gotta I ain't trying to impress nobody. Mm-hmm. I, like so I definitely get that. And it's like you gotta love yourself. So 
I'm glad you kind of went there. How did that, how did Gotta Love Me happen? How did, you know, you get to speaking, coaching, doing all the stuff that you do now? <laughs> where did that start? What did that idea? Um, and what did you, what did you do? Like when that idea came, like, ooh, this sounds good. Did, you know, how did that go for you? Okay, well, it started out when um came times for me to like promote what I do. You know, I got first got into a studio at age um 18 and then I started doing performances and then it comes time. So I'm like, I know you have to promote. So I started doing my first business card. I started designing. I said, well, all my face on it. So just in case people don't remember me, they know what I look like. They know who I am when they look at my business card. And I'm looking at the design and I'm like, there's a space here. I'm like, what should I put here? Just like put something, I don't know, a slogan or something. And God love me just came to me. I said, put God love me because you got to love me, right? And then, of course, people give me flack, like, why we got to love you? You can't tell somebody they got to love me. And then after a while, I've worked so hard that when I say it, they be like, we see it. <laughs> we see it. And it was one time my music company that I came up with because I was always into the business of helping people. As soon as I meet people, I used to ask, what's your gifts? What's your talent? And how can I help you? Because I just was always that type of person. But the, co the company name that I had at the time, I Googled it and it was taken. I said, oh, God, I got to change my whole company name. And I'm like, what am I going to call it? I'm like, you know what? Marketing wise, got to love me is a slogan that people already know me for. So let me just call that um, the name of the company. And I had a meeting with my dancers at the time, backup dancers, because uh, you asked earlier about being an entertainer, backup <laughs> dancer, being a music artist. <laughs> um, I had a meeting with them, and I told them I had to change the name because it was taken. And at first they was like, well, that's your slogan. And if it's got to mean that singular, how does that work for everybody else? I'm like, no, you have to believe it for yourself when you say it. So when you say God love me, that means you as a person, you know, mm. and then they didn't understand it. We parted ways. And that's OK, because at the end of the day, this is still my baby and my brand. And I tell people it's not a slogan no more. It is my brand's name. It is my lifestyle. It's everything about me. Gotta love me. And if I'm going to tell people they have to love me, you have to have reasons to love me. So I always stayed a positive person. I was always so helpful always doing charities, always um doing things with children and the elderly and always supporting people. There was no reason not to love me. <laughs> so I always kept it as just positive affirmations. And I tell people, you got to believe that for yourself too. You know, got to love me. Give me reasons to love you. And it keeps you on a nice positive path in life. Yeah, I don't, I, I don't, I don't see why people took that wrong. Like when I hear it, I didn't think of gotta love you, not saying that you're not a lovable person, but I was looking at it like as my, if I wore a shirt that said that, you gotta love me. Like I love me, so you gotta love me. Like it was something different. So everybody's gonna take it different. And I like what you said, hey, we parted ways. That's cool, you, yeah, whatever, this is my baby. You know, it's just like if you got a child, uh, I, I don't need that energy over here with my child. Like the business. So mm -hmm. I definitely um, understand it. And that's dope that you like, Okay, what I'm going. Okay, I got it. And then you had to change. And that sucks when you come up with it, something crazy. And then you're like, dang, somebody already had that idea. And then you got to start over. It's definitely because you got to, when you're branding, like you, like you were saying, it's a brand, you got to make sure it's something that's catchy, but also relatable to yourself mm -hmm. and others. Mm -hmm. Like, like people, like when you come up underdog talk, I'm the underdog. I'm like, I like to talk. I kind of want to, you know, this is not a podcast. I mean, it's a podcast, but it's a talk show. 
So mm-hmm. one day it'll be a talk show, underdog talk. I can take that as far as I want because exactly. it's a brand. Like you gotta, and it's and then your brand is you. Mm-hmm. Like when when you come on, like just your little TV screen and all that. Like okay, you you feel the energy. Like mm-hmm. you know. So it's like when people are listening to this, I want you to understand when you come up with a brand, it's you. You're the brand. You mm-hmm. just gotta come up with whatever you can take a long way, the long game. So look at it that way. But throughout this uh throughout this conversation, I've you mentioned things about self-love. Mm-hmm. Um so throughout life and being in entertainment, and I know you go through ups and downs, money funny, you depressed, you want to give up, all those things. How did you stay positive with the self-love? Was it certain stuff you did or that's just kind of who you are? You know how early I stated you leave your problems at the door? That's what I did with my whole entire life. If I went through a bad meeting with executives or some craziness with some producer getting reckless, I didn't tell nobody about it. You know what I'm saying? I I just dealt with it and you just kept it moving. If things didn't go right, I didn't express myself back then. You know, the internet wasn't popping like that. We couldn't just go online to begin with. You know what I'm saying? I just dealt with what I had to do to get to where I needed to be. You know, so every day um, I woke up with a positive mindset. I'm like, okay, it's a new day. Yesterday is past. What we doing today? You know, and even though so much crazy stuff kept happening, I never showed um, weakness. No one has never seen me break. They're like, you're always so happy and always so positive and always so this and that. I'm like, yeah, I control the narrative. Because I know I'm here for a reason. I know I'm here and I have a purpose. So I'm going to do what I have to do. And if I need a moment, and I call it my human moment, I'll have that for myself later on in the day. Because at the end of the day, life is too short. So I'm going to choose. Am I going to be happy? Am I going to be upset? Am I going to be laughing? Am I going to cry? I have to control my narrative because life is hard as it is. Being black is hard as it is. Being a female is hard as it is. An entrepreneur. We have so much against us. We have to control our happiness, you know. But the moment when my life truly soared for the better is when um situation happened and I just broke down completely. You know, and I'm like, I don't know what's going on with life. This is not the T-Quest that people know, understand. It's a lot going on. So I had to break me all the way down to rebuild me back up. I'm like, if I have to start over, that's okay. Because my gifts are still here. My talents are still here. So I'm good. You know what I mean? And I'm like, you know what? I'm no longer walking on eggshells. I always spare other people's feelings and never thought about my own. Long as I didn't make anybody matter, upset, long as everybody else was happy, I was good. But I'm like, all you're doing is damaging yourself. You cannot put yourself last. You can't be the go-to person giving everyone advice about doing this, that, and the third. You're not doing it for yourself. So I put myself mentally on my own couch. What would I tell somebody else that's sitting there? You have to put yourself first. You have to make sure you're strong enough so you're strong enough to help somebody else. And then the moment I start walking on eggshells, the moment I put myself first and realize I have to be here for me, everything in my life changed. All the people that were just using and abusing my niceness, they was upset and they disappeared. And I'm like, you know what? 
it was like a weight lifted off my shoulders. And now every time someone talks to me, I'm just so blunt. I'm still respectful. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, if that ain't it, respectfully, that ain't it. But um, <laughs> it just made life so much easier. I'm not talking about you have to be in a negative way selfish, but it's your life. It's your purpose. And you can't turn back the hands of time. So you're going to be holding grudges for the rest of your life. You're going to be making excuses for the rest of your life. Or you're going to do whatever you got to do every single day so you can actually enjoy yourself. And I told people my biggest push is the future me. Because she can't enjoy her life until I make sure I get things right today. Mm. That That's... that's- yeah, that you dropped a, 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 some some good knowledge for people. Um, I didn't like how you like pointed your finger. I don't know if that was pointed at me or I, hopefully it wasn't. You get out that little pointing the finger and this. I, I, didn't, I didn't know what was going on there. I didn't know if I needed to defend myself. Um, but no, I, I what you said at the beginning is leave your problem. Like you got to leave your problems because sometimes we take our problems and it's we talk too much. We'll talk mm-hmm. about our problems to the wrong people. And then they'll tell us about our their problems and now, now we woe is me because we sitting here talking about our problems. So leave your problems at home. And then, like you said, you had to rebuild yourself. Your talents, your gifts, your purpose didn't go nowhere. It's just, all right, I got some bad habits. I'm hanging out with the wrong people. I'm, doing, I'm not doing the steps to actually um, make my gifts fruitful. I'm not, you know, making my room for my gift because I'm not doing what I need to. And you got to start all over. You got to look at yourself in the mirror and say, what the hell are you doing? This time is this. this, What what are we doing, bro? Like, Mm -hmm. put your shit together. Like, and that's what you got to do. And like you said, respectfully, hey, that ain't it. I, I I don't need to go there no more. I don't need to hang out over here. I don't need to have this conversation. Oh, you need to no, we we cool. I'm and, and you gotta do it because like you said, you gotta be selfish, but not selfish as a selfish person, but selfish is in having boundaries and loving yourself. Because mm-hmm. you wouldn't have made it this far if you didn't love yourself. Cause all the mm-hmm. stuff that you go through in entertainment and being an entrepreneur and being a black woman and being an entrepreneur as a black woman, different stuff. Just being black, period, we go through shit that other people don't go through. <laughs> so, uh, just all that and not and sometimes we, as black people, make it hard to love ourselves because, oh, you, she she ain't light skin or, oh, you look like this. It's like, eh, fuck you. <laughs> like, that's, that's that's me. That's that's what I would say. Like, mm-hmm. I, I can't say that I'm public. I can say this, this is my own show. But it's like, fuck you. Like, who, who are you to tell me that I'm supposed to look like whatever? Or mm-hmm. I'm supposed to dress like what? Like, no. Like, I'm me. Everybody ain't like Jesus. Everybody ain't going to like me. I'm going to be me. And when you realize you can be you, and it don't matter if you cuss, if you got tattoos, if you don't look like everybody else, it don't mm-hmm. matter. Because mm-hmm. if you love yourself, everybody else going to love you. Because if you don't love yourself, you're going to be nagging Nancy, uh, <laughs> negative Nate. Um, you're going to mm-hmm. be a Karen. You're going to be all that crazy stuff. And then mm-hmm. people are going to be like, oh, here this motherfucker come. I don't, nope, I don't even want to mess with them. And that's mm-hmm. just really how life is, like to break it down to the simplest form. When you love yourself, your energy is at an all-time high. People are like, oh, I can't wait to such and such come to work. Oh, I can't wait to talk to this person on the phone. And that's that's how you are. 
It's mm-hmm. like it's our first time having a conversation. Conversation. And it's like this is a dope conversation because the energies. You love yourself. I love myself, and that energy comes, and it's like we can have a great conversation. Now, even though I ain't have a great day, been a long week. I, it's like all right, leave that shit at the door because I ain't got nothing to do with my show. And that's mm-hmm. just, that's how you broke it down. I I, I love it. Um, but you're not gonna you know keep doing the finger and all that. Cause you messed with me at the beginning of the show, and then it's the this towards the end. So I don't know I what's know what you're talking about. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It must be a Florida. Are you from Florida, or are you just live in Florida? No, I'm not from Florida. I'm originally from Connecticut. Oh yeah, it's it's a it's a Connecticut thing. Yeah. Hey, so are you a Boston Celtics fan? I'm a T Quest fan. Listen here, listen here. Team me, team me. Okay, I get I get all that, but do you watch sports? Um, I watch it if I have to. It would never be my personal choice. Well, never mind, then. Jesus, oh Lord, <laughs> I, I I pick me. You don't even play no sports. Talking about you pick you. Whatever. No, nope. in high school I was a hip hop dancer, so that was my sport. I could listen. If we ain't doing flips. And um, stuff where your knees got to bend, I could outdance you. I'm going to just say that right now. I'm going to throw that out there. I'm very competitive, and I really can dance. So I'm going to throw that out there. That's fine. Yeah, That's fine. Yeah. Yeah. You got serve all day. Let's get it. Uh, I don't I don't know. I've never seen that movie. I don't know what you're talking about. Got serve? Hmm, okay. Uh, all right. Okay, oh, don't be fine. don't be upset when I do, 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 boom, uh, make uh, all the news. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, um, so hmm, see what tell people like in a because you do like a whole lot. What do you do? Like what it is that you do right now? How did you serve other people? Okay, well. I am a recording artist, a voiceover specialist, a journalist for um, many award-winning magazines, and I'm a radio personality. I've been a radio personality for about 10 years now. Um, My show is syndicated on 20-plus radio stations, and I own my own radio station. Gotta Love Me Radio, home of the music and conversations that you want to hear. I have a fashion line, GLM Collection. I have a lip gloss line as well, and I have a graphics business, as you can tell. This is uh, what I do, and I'm a media consultant. My company, Gotta Love Me World, T-Quest GLM LLC, it's just here to really help people elevate and increase as people, as well as businesses and brands, because, you know, this is the year of the entrepreneur, especially after the pandemic hit, and a lot of people need other sources of income, but they don't know what to do. They don't know where to start. So we have um, consultations with people and just have a conversation see where they are, where their strength is, their weaknesses, and see if they're really willing to do what they have to do to, you know, support their dreams or even new dreams. And, you know, work a lot in the music industry as a host and anchor, do a little DJ and comedy, like all types of things. And, you know, shout out to the whole team, GLM Craig and my partner in greatness, DJ Onina, because we do what we do, part of multiple DJ coalitions. You know, and we interview a lot of people on our shows from independent to mainstream to celebrities. I'm just out here taking advantage of each and every day and using my gifts as much as I can. If I could put a smile on somebody's face, I am doing my job. I love it. Are you hiring? You got a lot of stuff. I was just wondering, you know, you hiring. I 
We can have a consultation and see your strengths and your weaknesses. And then if we do not pick you, we keep your application on file for about six months. Yeah, you're not. You're definitely not gonna do me and uh, put on the customer service voice or one of your little voiceovers. You're not gonna do me like that. That's cool. But no, I I love it. Um, I love the radio station. I used to have a radio show. Just didn't work out with the radio station. Um, and that you have like your own stuff. And I definitely, I can tell about the graphics. That is, I think you're like the first person that has different things. No, one, well, I was on somebody else. They had a background. I don't know how to do all that. One day, hopefully, you know, maybe, you know, you can help me. I got to put in the form. Can you send a form so I can um, get a consultation? I don't know how that works. You know, okay. I guess I guess even though having you on the show, I can't skip the line or nothing. I don't get nothing. Dang, you can just hit me up on any social media site at TQuestGLM and we can um, set the consultations up. Yeah, okay, whatever. Um, <laughs> you see, you was cool at first, and then all of a sudden you just took a left. I don't know what's going on. I don't here. understand where that left came from, so we're just going to bring it back to where we need to be. Yeah. Okay. Now all we're right. here. Yeah, all right. <laughs> so, um, well, I guess you kind of told people where they can find you at, obviously, is the name. Um, but give three tips on self love that people can do today when or when they listen to the episode, what they can do to help them. You know, they might be feeling down, life kicking their ass, whatever, but how, how can they um improve their self love? Well. Ways to improve your self-love is to remind yourself of all the positive things in your life. You know, growing up, we always have our elders talking about, you should be thankful for food on your table and clothes on your back and a roof over your head. And They're not just talking because there could be a moment in your life where you don't have something to eat. You don't have a warm bed to sleep in. You know what I'm saying? You don't have a roof over your head. It does happen. And it can happen to anyone at any given time. So you really have to cherish the things in your life. Because when they say someone else can have it worse, that literally can be you at any given moment. And you have to realize that if the pandemic didn't teach you anything, life is short and anything can happen to any of us at any given time. What are you going to do about that? You know, and I tell people, just find your purpose. What makes you happy? What puts a smile on your face? Give yourself those moments. If it's like certain music that putting a smile on your face, the moment you hear it, play it. If you have a craving of something, some good food that puts a smile on your face, eat it. If you like sports and that gives you a positive moment, you deserve that. Because remember, you can't get time back. So like I said early in the show, either you're going to be happy or you're going to be sad. You're going to hold a grudge or you're going to let it go. You are human. You have the right to say whatever you want, not to a certain degree. You have the right to express yourself, be happy, be sad, but don't allow it to um, last longer than it should be. Because whether you like it or not, you may have a traumatizing childhood you may have flaws that you don't like. You may have people that you want to be your friend, but they just ain't checking for you. And that is okay. You figure out what you like, what you love, what you deserve, and that's what you focus on. And the moment that you do, it's like your whole life is starting over. 
It's a new chapter, a new day. And whatever comes your way, it's all worth it. And if you have a dark moment, you're human. Nobody life is perfect. Just figure out how to get through it. And if you need someone to talk, you can just contact me. Yes, <laughs> you got a consultation for him that you can fill out. <laughs> I'm just saying, because you know, sometimes the closest people to us is the hardest people for us to talk to. Because they don't get it. They don't understand. They'll chastise you. They'll judge you. Like, what you mean? All the stuff I did for you? Or what do you mean? My, I'm like, that's not what people need. We don't always need tough love. Sometimes we just need love. Sometimes we just need air. And something we spoke about earlier, I want to chime in on really quickly. At the end of the day, dang, I forgot what it was. It was so good. <laughs> If you don't have someone to talk to, you have to find that person. And at the same time, you don't have to say everything to everybody. You have to really think about it. If you're going through something, what is your objective once you say this to somebody? Are they just there for an ear? Can they actually help your situation? Or are you just complaining to a thousand people just because you want to talk? It has to have a reason. Cause me personally, I talk to who I need to talk to when I need to talk about it. And then that's it. I would not allow my downfall or my one moment be your entertainment. If you cannot help me, I'm not talking to you. And people have to really get that through your head. Some people come to me for counseling. I said, no, we're done. No, you talk about the same stuff all the time. You are not trying to change. <laughs> you are not trying to heal. You are not trying to grow. You're just trying to have a conversation because some people just like to be miserable. Some people like to complain. And I'm sorry, I have to protect my energy because I value my time. So when you're ready to actually change, come holler at me. <laughs> I don't even know if that was three, but. <laughs> like, it don't even matter. Like, you definitely. Definitely drop some gems in there, like to help people. And like you're dope. Before you know, we close. I always like to give flowers. Like uh, we met through um, free, and it was like, okay, cool. You seem dope. We get on the show, and you. We've had a conversation, but you definitely dropped some gems. You definitely have helped um, some people out just um, by your conversation and your energy. I love what you do. You got your own shit. Like you, you dope. Um, so just one quote, because I know you probably got 50,000 quotes in your head. Just need one quote, <laughs> one quote from you. Uh, it could be your own. It could be somebody else or something you saw, but something around self-love. Okay. I need you to love you and to take care of you because I'm waiting to enjoy my life. Sincerely. The future you. That was off the dome, son. <laughs> okay, so you're not going to give us the late night radio voice and then say, <laughs> off the dome, son. What? He was like, yeah, this is late night with T-Quest, and you need to love yourself, and it's your future. No, I'm just messing with you. That was dope, though. That's definitely, uh, definitely a quote that anybody can live by and definitely a quote i'm gonna make sure i post um when i do promotion for the episode so um again i appreciate you I, you this is a dope conversation you might have moved up 
um as what we talked about That's earlier what i was hoping for yeah, you, you, you definitely it's definitely somebody next week that uh that's right there so you might you yeah you you moved up yeah i'm sorry sorry so, yeah yeah you, you moved up this is a dope conversation love your energy um definitely uh you know i, I know you got a show so you know if, i'm not I'm not a musician, a comedian or anything, but if you, you know, just need somebody on there, you know, let me know. Let me know what form I need to fill out and, you know, what consultation I need to, to need to do or whatever. <laughs> whatever I need to do, whatever form, you know, to get my 15 minutes to talk to you and your and your people, you know, just let me know. Absolutely. And can I say something really quickly? Yeah. Uh-huh. I just want to say that I appreciate you. Okay. I always tell people I value time so much. So if someone wants to share their time with me, I take that as an honor. And when it comes to these platforms, a lot of people don't know the behind the scenes work. Sometimes they think we just sit down in front of a camera and press record, not realize it's a whole production behind it. You know, so I just want to say I appreciate you. I appreciate your time. I'm here to support. I'm glad to be here. And um, you continue doing what you're doing. And if you need help in any way, I'm not sure how long you've been doing this. We haven't had that personal conversation. But at the end of the day, if you have any questions about anything, I'm here. Oh, that that thank you. Let me let me be serious first. Thank you. Uh, I appreciate that. Like, uh like people, like you said, people don't know what it takes. Like I work a full time job. As soon as I get home, I'm getting ready to do interviews. Like it's it's not easy, but it's when you love it and it's something that you want to do and monetize. Eventually, you're gonna keep pushing through all whatever. Like you said, you gotta leave it at the door. I can't be mm-hmm. like, oh, I'm tired. I told this. I value your time because mm-hmm. I know people are busy. And when we set those times in, you gotta be prepared no matter what happened five minutes before. Two minutes before, as soon as you get on with that person, you hit record, everything goes out the window. So I appreciate that. And it sounds like I don't have to do a, a consultation for him. It sounds like I can just reach out to you. So I appreciate <laughs> you. I don't know how I was able to go from consultation to hit you up, but I appreciate you. That's so kind. Like, I appreciate it. Um, you can reach the podcast underdog talk um on all platforms at underdog talk podcast underdog talk podcast at gmail if you have any good bad feedback if you want to reach out to a guest whatever the case if you want to be a guest um yeah that's all the platforms do you have any closing words before we get out of here i just want to say if you guys are tuning in to this show the only thing i ask which is free just follow me on social media at TQuestGLM. And if you have it in you, you can leave a comment and just say, I heard you or saw you on the underdog talk show and I enjoyed it. Or if you're not a talker, you can just say underdog and put a heart or something. I just want because at the end of the day, when it comes to platforms, you don't know if people are listening or they are tuned in. And you guys don't realize that feedback, those reviews mean everything. Just show me that I was, that you saw me, that you heard me. But if you didn't have it in you, I get it. If you just want to follow, 
I appreciate that. But yeah, shout out to all you guys. And like I said, if you guys need me for anything, if you need someone to talk to, like I said, you can hit me up any social media site at TQuestionLM. Before I get out of here, shout out to my Fifi, my partner in greatness, DJ El Nino, because without him, I don't know where I'll be today. And we're here to help you guys in any way. And on that note, peace, one love. I'm the underdog with the heroic card. I'm Eric Jones Jr. I have to keep pushing for my kids. If I give up, what's that leave them with? Nothing. I have to understand that it's bigger than me. That it's not about me when I wake up and go to work. It's not about me when I'm reading and educate myself. It's not about me when I'm practicing my speeches. It's not about me. It's about my family.